Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And once again, I'm so happy to be here with you for this week's episode, which is about the beauty and curse of midlife boredom. What I mean is today we're talking about you being bored. This might have been coming up for you on the regular, even without the pandemic, but the situation with COVID-19 is definitely shining a big, giant spotlight on it for many women our age. It turns out that boredom can be a complicated issue, which is kind of funny and a little weird because who would think boredom could be complicated? So let's take pandemic-related boredom first. It was absolutely impossible for anyone to really appreciate the massive, lifestyle changes that were about to land on our doorsteps. So much unemployment, so much of a change in day-to-day living, either being alone or being with a lot of family members 24-7. Either way, huge change, so much to do for some or not do for others. Isn't that crazy? In the pandemic, some people are busier than they've ever been and others are more bored than ever before. So perhaps you're still working, and then if so, the extra house responsibilities just add up. That's pretty much what's going on for me, actually. My husband's job has really been affected. He's home way more than usual, and I have three sons who are young men, 21 to 24 years old. They're around way more than usual. All of us are doing a pretty good job with exercise, and of course, we're walking the dog, Nico the Noof would be very annoyed with us if we ignored him. In fact, he's happy because he has so much attention. He hasn't had us all home for this amount of time ever. (laughs) My husband and I are not bored at all, but the kids, however, they don't love being at home with us as much as we love being at home with them. (laughs) What about you? Are you bored or are you busy? Or maybe bored with being busy? There are so many ways to be bored. I think it really depends on the contrast between how you live your normal life and what's going on for you now. If it's drastically different, you might be feeling it. Like if you aren't working, but the rest of your responsibilities are going through the roof. Maybe you're cooking and cleaning and tending to everyone's needs in a lot of ways, ordering or managing the groceries or perhaps even helping your parents in ways that you don't normally have to help. Or maybe you're working on top of all this, and because of the type of work that you do, you aren't bored at all. I doubt healthcare workers have any unaccounted for time to be bored, and they're not the only ones. For those of you who are working now, you are probably busier than ever before, and perhaps even more stressed than ever too, for so many reasons, right? But today, we're talking about the opposite of busy. So think about it. Are you one of those people who is actually feeling bored right now during the pandemic? Is this resonating with you? 
But you know, you don't have to be in the middle of this whole pandemic thing to feel this way either. In fact, it's pretty common for women in the middle to feel bored about something. And if you do, you're not alone. Boredom is when you just don't feel satisfied with what you're doing, or you might feel uninterested, or maybe just not that energized by what your life's about right now, or a part of your life, or what is up for you. That's why it's so common in midlife. Lots of women notice that they feel this way about their long-term career, or their long-term relationships, or maybe even the phase of staying home with children. There are other reasons for feeling bored too. Maybe the specific things you're doing aren't challenging or stimulating enough for you at work anymore or with your volunteer life. Or maybe you don't have as much control as you like about what you're doing. Maybe you don't have enough variety in your life anymore. That is what you're not doing. Maybe you're not doing enough interesting things for whatever reasons. Sometimes it's because you're in a different phase of life, like empty nest, for example, or planning for empty nest, and you're recognizing that you're going to be bored if you don't start making some changes. Okay, so there's boredom during the pandemic and during your regular life without the pandemic. But what I'm more interested in is why there's boredom. Boredom, my amazing friend, is a feeling. And you know where feelings come from, right? your thoughts. Boredom is an emotional state that happens when you typically have nothing to do or you're not interested in what you have to do. You might feel that what you're doing is tedious or you might feel like you don't have a lot of control. That pretty much sums it up. So here's what happens. You have a thought about some aspect of your situation or what you're doing. The way you're thinking about it is actually what's creating your feeling of boredom. And then your feelings are behind everything you do or perhaps what you don't do. So the bottom line is that the outcome of your behavior will actually prove your thinking every time, every day of the week. So if you think there's nothing to do, you might feel bored. And then you blob out, you scroll around on Facebook, you watch Netflix, who knows what you do when you're bored. (laughs) and nothing gets done. You actually prove to yourself that there's nothing to do. Boredom begets boredom. So just like all of your other feelings, your thinking is what creates that emotional state, pandemic or not. Now, you might have a thought that you can't do the normal fun things that you like to do and feel bored. Or you might think, man, my job just isn't doing it for me anymore after 20 years and feel bored. In both cases, your thinking is at the core of the immediate problem. Now, there's nothing wrong with your thinking unless being bored isn't useful for you. Is it useful for you to feel bored? If you're not satisfied or motivated to work, or if you're not satisfied or motivated at work for whatever reason, this is probably a problem. Boredom isn't serving you. You probably feel like you're wasting time that you could be doing more. But remember, boredom comes from the way you're thinking. So new thoughts might be in order. And because it's your thinking, you can think something else if you want. You may not have control over the situation that you think is boring, but you do have control over your thoughts. 
And on that topic, it's usually a great idea to really question yourself about how much control you have when you think you don't have any. For example, if you're in a doctor's waiting room for two hours for an appointment that was hard to get with a specialist, you might not feel like you have much control, but you do. You could walk out, you could think differently, but in the moment, you might feel very stuck. And if you're in your job for 20 years and find your job boring, but you're two years from retirement, you might not feel like you have much control or that you have many options about leaving. You might feel stuck, but you do have options and control over your choice to stay in that job. See what I mean? But I have another question for you. I've heard a lot of women in the middle talk about being uncomfortable taking downtime because they don't feel productive. I wonder how this idea plays into boredom. Like you might be thinking you're too busy, but then you really dig down and realize that it's hard for you to find time to read a book because it doesn't seem like a worthy enough activity. You know what I mean? So sometimes we just think we're too busy, not realizing that that's a thought and then have to really dig around to see what the problem is. So when you find yourself not taking time for yourself, not taking downtime, not allowing yourself to read a book, what's really going on? Are you really too busy? Or does it just seem like it's not a worthy enough activity, which is another thought? Have you ever thought that way? I sure have. And I didn't used to feel this way about reading a book a few decades ago. but I've heard this from more than one client. Finding time to read books seems to be an issue for women our age. It's come up in the Facebook groups that I have as well. So I really have to wonder about this book example and all the other examples of things that we don't feel comfortable doing that are related to downtime. Is it doing less that's a problem or doing nothing that's a problem? Is it that we don't see it as a worthy activity? I think it's really important to think about this and to think about questioning yourself a little bit more when you feel bored. Is it always a problem to have nothing to do? Is it always a problem to feel bored? Do you have trouble relaxing into having less to do. Is that a problem for you? Like, can you scale it down? Can you slow things down? The pandemic has kind of forced a lot of us to slow things down. How's that coming out for you? Does having less to do create the same feeling of boredom for you as having nothing to do? And how much of this is a real legitimate thing or fact that you have no control over And how much of this is just the way you think about productivity and what you think you should be doing, how much you should be doing. So here's a fact, for example. I'm home 23 of 24 hours a day during the pandemic. How about you? (laughs) When you really think about it that way, right? There are guidelines in my city encouraging me and everybody who lives here to behave like this as much as possible. So, of course, like I said, I'm still walking the dog and I'm still going out for groceries on occasion. I'm trying to get as many deliveries as possible right now. So I'm really home the vast majority of the time. That's a fact. I can look at how many hours a day I'm in my house. 
But a thought about the fact would be something like this: With all this time home, I should be decluttering. Or another thought would be this: I should be super productive with found time like this. See the difference between a fact and a thought about a fact. So it's not that easy to do less or to do nothing for many women in the middle. So ask yourself these questions. Let's dig around a little bit. Can you go for a walk and not bring your phone or listen to a podcast? I mean, I know you can, but is that comfortable for you? Would you ever choose to do that? Are you even aware that you don't do that? Can you just sit outside with your thoughts and not fiddling with your phone? Can you just sit there, like on a chair on your porch or on your balcony, and just sit there? And look at the clouds, or listen to the birds. Just be there with your thoughts. Can you allow yourself to take a nap in the afternoon if you're tired, or is that something that's difficult for you to allow for yourself? Can you drink a cup of coffee or a cup of tea without checking your email or checking Facebook? Can you just sit there without your phone, and just relax and drink? The beverage and enjoy it, sip by sip. Can you just sit back and listen to some music just for the sake of listening to music? Do you remember the first set of headphones you got back in high school? I would lay on my bed, put these massive headphones on, and just get completely lost in the music, album after album. Now. I can't even imagine doing something like that now. The closest I get would be to go to the stereo, the old stereo that we have. It has a cassette player in it. <laughs> it has a turntable. Of course, it does have a CD player. I still listen to CDs, not that often, but on occasion I will put something on as background music. Background music to cleaning or to cooking, but what about just to listen to the music as the main event, not background music? I honestly remember spending hours and hours and hours doing this with headphones on in high school, probably even in university. So I, I'm right now. I'm having a flashback of the Chuck Mangione、um, album that I used to listen to all the time. I used to. I was very fascinated with the Nutcracker Suite back then too. So there are just some albums that really, really stand out when I used to just get fully absorbed into the music. And I hope you guys are having a bit of a little flashback now too <laughs> about those headphones and those old stereos, and when we just got completely engrossed in the music, just. To listen to the music and not do ten other multitasky kinds of things, so different now, right? My guess is that it's uncomfortable for you to do these things. Uncomfortable is another feeling. What creates that feeling? A thought, and I bet it's something like this: I should be doing more. I should use my time better. Doing one thing like this isn't productive enough. Or doing only one thing is boring. Now, does that sound familiar? This is why I called this episode "The Beauty and Curse of Midlife Boredom." 
you're probably thinking about being bored as a problem. It's not good to be bored. And for sure, there's a lot of times that being bored is actually a problem because it's not that useful for you. You don't like spending your time this way. But I'd like to suggest that you've probably trained yourself to think that being bored is a problem now. And you've been thinking this way for many years. Being bored is a problem. But what if being bored was a beautiful thing sometimes? What if having a bit more boredom in your life is the exact thing you need at a time like this? Have you seen some of those images on Facebook about wildlife? How wildlife is enjoying the pandemic because people are in their homes? I've seen pictures of mountain lions roaming neighborhoods and also the environment. The environment is thriving in this situation right now with the pandemic. I've seen mountaintops in areas of the world where they were once covered by pollution. The animals, the wildlife having a good time. They're benefiting from humans being at home. What if you could be thriving too? What if boredom on occasion helped you relax? What if boredom on occasion helped you get the rest you needed? Boredom can give you insight. What if boredom challenged and helped you think more deeply so that your creativity could shine? What if boredom helped you be more present with yourself and with the people that you love? Even the way you think about boredom needs to be looked at. It's kind of like aging. So many of us think that aging is worse than youth, but what if it isn't? And what if boredom is actually better than being busy sometimes? I'm just saying, it all starts with your thoughts. You can make boredom mean whatever you want it to mean. Lots of times it's not great and feels like a waste of time. But what if it's more than that sometimes too? It might just be the gift you didn't know that you wanted right now. Stranger things have happened. And that's what I want to leave you with today. So my focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. It's time for you to get excited about your life again. Being the queen of your brain domain is the best place to be. It's the best way to be. It is really such an amazing goal. So check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. And if you want to connect more with me in the future, just join the free Women in the Middle Community Facebook group where we continue this podcast conversation. Head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. You can also work with me directly and get unbelievably effective coaching to take you from being stuck and confused to being crystal clear and excited about your future. Just book your free call and let's talk. The 50 Unplugged Mastermind might just be what you're looking for. Head over to www.talktosuzie.com. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. A little bit of boredom never hurt anyone. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.